Hello, hello, everyone. Blessings. It's Amanda Grace here with you today. We have Clay Clark with us. I'm going to bring him in in a few minutes. So Clay Clark is like when you pull the slingshot back and you let it go and then he just goes. And so this is what we're going to do in a few minutes. So let me just open up in prayer and then we're going to bring Clay right in. Father God, in the precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, we come before you. We praise you. You are almighty God. You are high and lifted up far above every power, principality and might. We give you all the glory, honor and praise due your name. Father, we humble ourselves before you this day, asking that the pull of the flesh becomes less in our lives, so you, your will, and your power become more in our lives. We acknowledge you sent your son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua, to the earth, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. He was the Passover lamb, the sacrifice for our sins. He willingly died at Calvary. He purchased us by the shedding of his blood. He was buried and miraculously rose again in three days, and after appearing to many, ascended back into heaven, took his rightful victorious place at the right hand of the Father where he rules and reigns forevermore, Father God. And we honor that before you this day. Father, we invite your presence in the presence of the Holy Spirit, the Ruach HaKadosh, to fill this place, Father God. Just, Father, we ask the power of your presence moves that you would lead and guide us in all wisdom, counsel, might, power, and the reverential fear of the Lord. By the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, by the spirit of the one true living God, may only the truth and power of Almighty God with authority come forth in Jesus' name. Father God, we rebuke the plans of the enemy, the devourer, Father God, plot schemes, contracts, assignments, we command be dismantled, destroyed, disabled, nullified, voided, bound, and cast back to the dry places and pits and areas it has been designated by you, Lord, to be bound there in the name of Jesus Christ and not return or have anything sent in its place. Take all the glory for yourself, Father. You are the potter. We are merely the clay. You are the author and finisher of our faith, Father God. Without your breath of life in us, we don't have life, Lord, and we honor that before you today. We praise your holy name in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen and amen. Okay. Amen. Also, hello to those watching us in the United States and around the world in our Ark of Grace team. Thank you for helping us do what we do for the Lord. And without further ado, let us bring in Clay Clark, the man, the myth, the legend. How are you? <laughs> Good. How are you? Well, you know, we just uh, today, right now, as of like maybe an hour ago, we just announced that the Reawakened Tour in Miami, that we just hit a sellout. So what does that mean? Wow. Uh, it means every single ticket that we can sell has been sold. Uh -huh. I will tell your listeners what happens, Amanda, is usually about 1% to 2% of the attendees. And this is the phone number. If people text, it goes to my phone. Okay. So if people text in the number. Some people will text in and they'll say, I didn't know you were going to Vegas and they'll want to transfer a ticket to Las Vegas okay. or maybe something comes up, a health issue. Somebody can't make it. So if you're out there listening today and you want to be a part of the reawaken America tour Miami, I would recommend you at least just text in to see if there's something because just okay. an hour ago we were sold out, but then tomorrow morning we'll probably have four tickets left or, you know, or something like that. So again, you can go to time to freeamerica.com uh, for that time to freeamerica.com. And I'm super excited, Amanda, that, you know, you've been with us since the very first event. Yes. And now we're bringing in President Trump's inner circle, and I'm excited to see those two worlds colliding. I really am excited to hear what you're going to share with the audience. I think it's going to be awesome. Praise the Lord. I've been I've been praying about this. Oh, can I text and be part of Reawaken America, by the way? <laughs> you, I'm already part of it. <laughs> are you asking me can to I? text? Yep. Yeah, you're more than welcome to text in. I just, I tell you, um, this is kind of how I do it here because we'll have, you know, like right now, I just saw a lady right here. She just texted and said that she can't make the event, wants to know if she can come to Vegas. That kind of Oh, wow. Okay, that's great you do that, though, Clay. I have to tell you, Clay and his people are some of the most accommodating when it comes to events that I've met. 
very accommodating towards people's needs, very accommodating um, towards if people cannot make it, if they want to go to another event, if they can't afford it, they have been one of the most accommodating that I've seen. So I just want everybody to know that publicly because I know Clay privately. And so I just would like everybody. Well, to you know can that. name your, you can name your price and I'll tell mm-hmm. you how, but really, let me tell you where the accommodation comes from. My incredible wife, she calls me and she says, honey, uh, the, the Trump Doral called me, Frank from the Trump Doral called and said, uh, hi, Frank. Yeah, Frank. So Frank called uh, and she said, uh, she said to my wife, he said, Vanessa, every uh, single parking space that we have is 100 percent booked out. I just want you to know this was like uh, three weeks ago. So my response was, man, I'll just put out a video telling our, our attendees, ask them if they can Uber or they can Lyft or they can carpool. My wife's response is she reaches out to all the local hotels and she ended up uh, renting overflow parking, uh, overflow parking and renting a shuttle uh, and renting a shuttle service. So everybody can. Wow. Park. It's going to be at the oh, holiday. Vanessa. That's Go her. Through. That that's is what her. my wife does. That's what that's what she does. So my wife's always working behind the scenes, kind of putting those uh, crossing the T's, putting the eyes on the, you know, putting the dots on the eyes to make it a great experience. But on a logistical perspective, the doors do open up at 5 a.m. And people say five. Uh, the Nashville event, which you were at, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if you saw the footage of this, but the footage at 4:58 in the morning, I sent up the drone so I could see how backed up the line was. And it was, according to the, the people that lived there, they said, oh, that's at least five miles in every direction. And that was at 4.50 well, in the morning. So that's where we open up the doors at 5 a.m. And then the event kicks off. Praise and worship starts at 7 a.m. Okay, I'm so glad it's you who has the drone and not the deep state. Let me just say that because sometimes <laughs> a drone goes up and you don't know who's flying it. So well, I'm so glad it's you that has the drone that's going around. That's, I don't know that's that any drones are not deep state when you think about the technology that's in those things. I mean, at the end of the day, well, who ultimately sees that footage, you know, so. I know it's it's drones are a whole other ball game. They can be used for amazing things and they can be used for shady things. You know what I mean? Like many other things. But uh, I'm praying about what I'm going to say, what the Lord wants me to say, because that's the most important. And so sometimes, Clay, you know, the Lord does not give it to me till I go up there. He says to me, I'm not giving it to you till you go out there. I'm always terrified with what you're going to say. And I, I, I say I'm saying this. <laughs> I say it privately and publicly. Every time you get up to speak, I'm always terrified. Now, and I'll tell you why. Because why? I do sincerely believe that you hear from God. And I do believe that you always say that which you're supposed to say. And we're in a world of political correctness. And I always tell the speakers, you can say whatever you want to say, as long as it's true. Uh, There's no Mm -hmm. teleprompters. There's no big sponsors. But but when you do that, you know what it's like, Amanda, when you're watching a speaker get up there and say something that could be a rebuke or a uh, a correction uh, to a large audience. I mean, everyone processes these things differently. And you do. You've always done a phenomenal job. And I'm always terrified because I'm going I don't know what she's going to say. You you, and then Cash Patel does that too. Cash is not prophetic, but Cash says to me, Clay, he'll do this on the spot, by the way. He'll go, Clay, um, um, before you introduce me, quick thing. I want to do a Q&A with the audience. And I'm going, you want the audience to ask you questions? He goes, yeah, yeah. And again, we're streaming to millions of people, Amanda. So I don't know what people are going to ask. Oh, exactly. And then he goes yes. up there. 
answers questions. I mean, he answered questions about why Trump was pushing the shot. He answered questions about uh, what what it's like to work with Trump. He answered he was asked questions about how they got it wrong about the pandemic or what they got right. He was asked questions about the most sensitive uh, situations facing America today, and he answered all of them. So it's kind of a improv thing, but with the, with the prophetic, it's a whole different level. I, I really am sincerely terrified every time you get up there. <laughs> well, you know what? What I love is you had sent me the uh, the sheet so we can see uh, yeah. when we when we're speaking. And yep. the lineup going into me and Don A. Clement is pretty amazing the way you put that together and who's well, coming know, before us to speak. Well, you know, I'll, I'll, pull, I'll pull it up here so I can read it mm -hmm. to everybody. But the way I try to do okay. the lineup is um, there are certain people. I met, you, you played sports. You grew up with a family that was into sports. Basketball, um, you know, you, bowling, softball, roller hockey, roller and hockey. tackle football. Now you're what I would call this is how, and this is my inner dialogue. I haven't said this before on a show, so I don't know if this is shocking to anybody, but I mentally I have a list of stuff I keep. I don't show it to anybody, but I I track how the audience responds to certain speakers. And okay. so we have a, a speaker, Dr. McCullough, who yes. speaks, mm -hmm. and he gets up there, and and if like uh, if you had a basketball team, and like your your top scorer was the was a a shooting guard. And maybe the guy that doesn't score a lot, but he has a lot of value, that's a center. You know, maybe he's playing more defense, whatever. Everyone has a different kind of role. And McCullough, in my mind, is more of a, a even-keeled energy, and he delivers facts. Mm -hmm. So yes, he comes he across as very measured, mm -hmm. and when he delivers these things, the audience responds well. But he's not what I would call a firecracker speaker. Now, the firecracker is what I would call you. You you have this problem. Now, the firecracker is nobody wants to follow the firecracker. People say, oh, come on, I have to follow that. So let me just tell you what I did to make this. This I mean, These are the things I think about. Um, so we have we, we start off praise and worship at 7 a.m., and that's because where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's freedom. That's right. That's where we want to start. We want to, set you want to right welcome up. the presence of the Lord in right away. So you want to start that way. That That's order. And there's a lot of times where people are coming from the spirit of Kid Rock to our events. Yeah. They haven't been to it before. <laughs> And they're thinking that Kid Rock, you know, culture. And I'm going, I we agree on a lot of things, but it's not Kid Rock. It's Jesus. That's the team we're on. So, okay. Yeah. Then at 740, we have a countdown video that's kind of a countdown of, you know, letting people know, okay, we're going to get going here in 20 minutes. And then at 8 o'clock, we have the opening prayer. You're up, up there. And then after that, we have the singing of the national anthem. And then at this one, I just made that change this morning. Um, General Flynn and I got to talking, and he really wants to, in addition to do the Pledge of Allegiance, he wants to set the tone for the weekend. Okay. With the urgency, so he's going to be up there, and then after him, this is eight. This is all before eight forty in the morning. Then the Whiteheads from the Flyover Conservatives are going to come up and invite everybody to the meet and greet. Then eight forty-five, Sean Foyt gets on the um, on the mic, uh, and he's going to be leading us in praise and worship. Nine fifteen, Lee Dundas, also a speaker that I'm sincerely terrified to listen to. I, I yeah, just, Lee Dundas is a firecracker. firecracker. Lee Dundas, I so love her. Lee, so after Lee Floyd with the Western Journal doesn't Mister Floyd. Hi, yeah. Mr. Floyd. He's more of an even-killed speaker, and he doesn't mind following her, you know, but it's a tough act to follow. Then Pastor Todd Coconato's next. He's another one that can get going. He'll get going. He gets uh -huh. going. Ed Group is a very measured doctor. And then you got another firecracker, Dr. Eric Naputi. And then you got there Miriam Hanane, and she shares facts about this RNA modifying nanotechnology and what it was designed to do. And after she speaks, every time the audience always goes, I'm terrified every time because it's just facts. 
And so uh, it's, it's pretty heavy. And then Dr. Sherwood follows, and he kind of changes the atmosphere. Oh, I love Dr. Sherwood, yes. But then you go to Pastor Mark Burns, and when he speaks. Oh, he gets wound up he like, gets, a, oh, oh, my He starts getting sweaty. People say that people go, I don't want to follow that guy because he's so, he's so good. Well, then Seth Wholehouse has let me know he'll follow anybody. And Seth is, again, more measured kind of a presentation style. Then we have Pastor Dave. Then we have Ian Smith, and he's the gym owner from New Jersey. Everybody loves him. Dr. Christian. And then we have Pastor Brian Gibson. And then Gene Ho fires the crowd up. And then Charlie Ward. And then Warren Kelly has a song performance. And then we move into Thomas Renz, the attorney, and he'll deliver a message. And he fires up the crowd. Then Seth Cashel's pretty funny. He has some funny things to say. Adam Hardinge gets yeah. up and talks about medical corruption. He's very he is very tall. Seth Keschel. He's very, I mean, I don't yeah. have to look up to many people, Clay. I have to look he's up to Seth. He's almost too tall. Yes. He's almost too tall to be on the tour. I mean, we had yes. Jonathan Isaac, but we, we, don't, we don't want people that are over six foot seven on the tour. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay, Pastor, uh, Leon Benjamin. Uh, we, we don't want people looking down on us. He's then we got Mel one. Kay. Mel Kay. Now, here we go. From Mel, oh, Mel is at 245. And she'll, she, the, every time, gets a standing ovation. Well, then you got Laura Trump, and this is her first time. And I want to be clear, just so we're clear. Laura Trump, if you have a, if you are tracking, um, say you have like a tracker, and over here is the yeah. far yeah. right corporate controlled media, corporate controlled media. I would argue that's what Fox is, corporate controlled media. Yeah. Okay. And then the personalities that are on Fox, you know, you've got like Tucker was way over here. Tucker would be like way off of what they're comfortable with, but he brought in ratings. Dan Bongino yes. brought in ratings. Laura's the mm -hmm. same way. So Laura she has is. left she Fox, is. and she's going to speak at the event. She has said openly this she's is a amazing. spiritual battle. Amazing. Well, most of the RNC won't call it a spiritual battle, but she will. So she's going to be up there. And then after her is Peter Navarro. This and He doesn't do speaking events. If anybody he had him Navarro, on. You know, and see, and Peter, Peter yep. doesn't travel. That's his whole thing is he doesn't travel. And he also makes his own meals, by the way. He makes his own meals. He eats very healthy. I doesn't why. travel. And he's mm -hmm. kind of, you know, he was the China czar guy. This is his first time joining us there. Um, and then you're right after him. So it's going to be like, boom, boom. And <laughs> what's exciting is a lot of people are going to tune into the feed just to watch Laura and Navarro back to back, not knowing who you are or vice versa. So the yes. people that know you, a lot of them don't know Navarro or Laura. People that know Laura and, and Navarro maybe don't know you because they watch Fox News. So you've got these two different groups that are meeting there. And then Don A is going to be right after you. I love that. I love Donnie. You got General Flynn, who also love I'm him. terrified to hear him speak. He just has so much passion, and mm -hmm. it's a very tough act to follow. He's great. And then great, great story for you. I won't give a lot of detail here because I, I don't get myself in trouble. But uh, one of the musicians I have wanted to have on the tour couldn't come to the tour for various reasons that he couldn't control. But now he can. Okay. So Jimmy okay. Webby's going to be on the Reawaken America tour, which is a departure um, from maybe uh, the route that, that some would want him to take. So it's, just, it's a great thing, standing up for his convictions. And then Pastor Jackson Lawmeyer. Um, and He's that, another one. Great teacher. Great biblical teacher, Pastor Jackson. He's solid. He's solid. And mm -hmm. you've got uh, uh, Annie Marie Delgado, very big in Florida. People in Florida know her. She loves to – she's very uh, – well-known conservative in Florida there. Uh, then at 8.35, Alexis Wilkins does a song performance. And then okay. if you want to get okay. baptized, you can, uh, because we're going to start that at 6 o'clock. At 5.45, uh, Peter McCullough gets on the stage. For, he has 30 Dr. minutes to really break down what's going on. And then Mike Lindell. Then He's we have another, another praise and worship set. And then we have Pastor Greg Locke, then Stella Emanuel, oh. then Cash <laughs> Patel, then Devin Nunes, then Eric Trump, then Jim Flynn, 
That's day one. That's a, that is a packed day. I do like you have three sets of praise and worship. I do because you keep then inviting the presence of the Lord to move and yes. to be there because he is a big factor. On, the only factor. Yeah. Well, that is true. The only factor. You're correct. But I'm saying he is the biggest yeah. factor in America being saved or in America. Correct. You know what I mean? Being snatched from the snare of the fowler. The Lord is literally the most important highest, you know, you know, uh, holiest piece of this. Well, and I don't know if people know this, you know this, but behind the scenes, if you could imagine there's two camps trying to save America, okay? You got the prophetic and the pastors, and I would put you in that camp. It's the prophetic, it's yep. the pastors, the preacher, teachers. Then you got another group that's the political group. That's like the, the Trump and the Navarro and the cash and the, and I go into both camps and I try to bring you and introduce you guys. And yeah. it's really, it's it's more fun to watch you guys meet than it is for me to watch my favorite sporting event, uh, f- professional football, which I can't watch anymore because of all the wokeism. But it's so fun to watch <laughs> that because they're a little bit terrified of you. Like the the, the political class is a little <laughs> bit terrified of the prophets, and the prophets mm-hmm. and pastors tend to be a little bit um, unsure of how they're perceived by that group. And yes. then there's agents. There's agents. Now, what's an agent? Oh, agents. Agent. Yes. Oh. yes. And agents don't want this to happen. So agents are always like, uh, sir, uh, what time was my speaker going to speak here? I want to make sure. And I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll go get them. And I break down those walls of division. Yeah. And so now the yeah. agents are like, well, what are we going to do? And I'm like, you just sit back, do whatever you want to do. Let these people talk. And those interactions that happen between yeah. Yeah. the prophets and the the, the, the the Patriots and those those camps, it's, it's unbelievable because America, we have got to start listening to the pastors and the prophets. Those have to be in the org chart. You've got to have, in my opinion, this is my, my take. Um, mm-hmm. I believe we have to have the pastors and the prophets first. And yes. the politician yes. second. That's the order. I, I mean, I I, I, I couldn't imagine um, a, a, a better outcome than if President Trump gets in the White House and on his right hand at all times is an actual prophetic pastor, mm-hmm. preacher, or teacher that, that fears God and only God there to give him counsel. And then to the left, you've got the generals and the political yeah. folks. I mean, wouldn't that be a great thing if, if the word of God was constantly counseled at all times before making any decisions? Well, you know, Clay, it's interesting you say that because if we go back to the word of God, especially the Old Testament, yeah. we see that the most successful kings that had the most successful rules heeded the voice of the prophetic, heeded the voice of prophets and and that counsel and hearing from the Lord and heeding to what the Lord is saying and not completely going off the rails. And the Lord blessed them for that because why? There was order. They were following and submitting to the word of the Lord and what the Lord wanted them to do on their throne. And so it's no different today. It's, it's the same thing. We're good leaders that come under the yoke of almighty God of that yoke of submission and heed what the Lord has to say and listen to those that have been trained up to do that. It makes a huge difference in how they lead and the favor on them is incredible Mm. compared to others that, that don't heed it. Now, um, do are we on uh, Rumble right now, or are we on YouTube? Where where are we right we're, now? Like, we where, are, where are we well, we're going to be on all of them. Let's put it that way. 
Okay. So let me, uh, what I want to share is I'm, I'm going to, I'm not going to get you banned off anything. Okay. But I'm just going to, I'm, I'm trying to be sensitive to that culture we're in right now. Um, okay. right now there are, there are patents. Okay. Now I want to be very clear what a patent is. There are patents that we'll be discussing at the yes. reawaken tour. Now a patent, what is a okay. patent? A patent, I'm just going to pull up one as an example, and I won't, I won't mention the specific one, but if you go to Thrive Time Show on Rumble.com, you can see that this particular patent. But my good friend, Dr. David Martin, has been breaking down these patents. And I love his bow ties, by the way. Brilliant oh, man, yeah. he, love his bow ties. He's the bow tie and patent king mm -hmm. here. That's, that's what he yes. does. And so when you look at the patents, a patent will have a description as to what it's designed to do. And then a patent will typically have like a working prototype that would show that, yes, this has been proven to do that which we are trying to, to patent. And then a patent is also kind of an admission of, yeah, we've actually taken the time to sit down to think about how we're going to make this thing. And so yes. when you see uh, patents, never I'll read off the number, but I won't read off what it does here. But if you read off the uh, patent, I'm going to read this number to you. Everyone should write this down. You go just look it up today. I'll blow your mind. If you just if you look it up, and I won't get you banned, but this will get you. If this, okay. I encourage everyone to look this up. So the patent number is it's a long one here, folks. It's US 7279-327-B2. What? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna read it again. US 7279. Okay. So US 7279-327-B2. Okay. And mm -hmm. when you read this patent, patent US 7279-327B2, okay. you have to ask yourself, why was this particular patent created? Because you're talking about a group of people here now, Amanda, that have created technology that could only have been created with nefarious reasons in mind. And well, Jonathan yes. Kahn, who is a person I, I certainly respect. Love Jonathan, Rabbi Jonathan. Amazing. And he... He was on Glenn Beck the other day, and I want to read this to you. I'm going to hit play here. This is Jonathan Kahn on Glenn Beck, and I want people to listen to what he says about technology. And I shouldn't be playing anything Anything that will get you banned here. Here we go. The Bible says that when you turn away from God, you end up serving the works of your hands. And, you know, and when, when Paul speaks about the pagan worship of idols, he uses an interesting word. He uses a Greek word techne we get the word technology so what is happening now we turn away from god we are actually serving our technology we actually are glued to our technology it's it's, it's, it's and it's weird because I, when i read that i thought i thought of everybody if I, I, I ever see on technology there they've got their head bowed yes and it's almost as if we are worshiping it because yeah. You, you know, you are, you become that which you gaze upon. Yeah. And, and yeah. And the word, you know, it says with Israel, it says there were, there wasn't, there, Baal was God, but there were many forms of Baal. It says they had many Baals. The Baal means master. So you get mastered by anything. And so we are mastered by technology. Even we, even we now have technology that's taking over our thoughts. We have artificial intelligence that is now yeah. a danger to us. And, it, and the Bible says they, the people become like what they, they, the idol they made, they become like it. Well, now we have a whole generation that's becoming less human. They less able to interact. They're becoming more like the machine that they're on, and the machines are becoming more human. So I just want to be able to think about this for a second, okay? And again, I'm just going to go with the audio only on this today, folks. But again, this is just so you can follow along at home here. This was Acts chapter 17, verse 29, that Rabbi Jonathan Kahn was referencing. He was referencing. It's Acts chapter 17, verse 29. Now, Elon Musk 
did an interview recently and, and they said, Elon, what is the purpose of your technology? What are you doing? And he said this. Now we have a whole generation that's becoming less human. They're less able to interact. They're becoming more like the machine that they're on and the machines are becoming mm -hmm. more human. What, what is it that um, inhibits human machine symbiosis? It's the data rate. Uh, we could effectively merge, merge with artificial intelligence by Okay, so he's saying out loud, he being Musk, that he wants to merge with artificial intelligence. He said, what is keeping us from, you know, merging your brain with artificial intelligence? He says, it well, is the data rate. Well, I have something to say about that. I yeah. just did, Clay, you might want to go back and watch this. I just did a, um, a, a, a an urgent prophetic warning about the rise of seducing spirits. Narrative. In it, I go into the movie Avatar. To show mm. about a division of the kingdom of darkness. And what they do is the human brain hooks up to an entire computer system that puts them into an alternate world. That right. is totally water-based, which goes back to what, Clay, in the Bible? The Dagon faction. The Dagon oh, faction of the Philistines. Half man, half fish. Starbucks. Starbucks, exactly. Nobody's talking about the Dagon situation other than you. I mean that sincerely. You're you're on. I want people to listen to this for a second. This is going to really start to start to kind of blow your mind a little bit. Okay, I want people to listen to what's happening here. Okay, now as you're as you're listening to this, it's important that we always look at it from a biblical perspective. Okay, so yes. the Bible talks about mixing the miry clay with the iron. That's Daniel chapter two, verse forty-three. Now, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but imagine you were out to dinner with your good friend Carl. Okay, and you're out, you're, Amanda, you're out there. You guys are having a good time. It's your Uncle Carl, or it's my Uncle Carl. And Uncle then, Carl. you know, his, then his crazy buddy, Eddie. We know of Eddie from high school. We haven't crazy seen Crazy Eddie. That crazy was an appliance Eddie. store in the city. Crazy Eddie's. So imagine that Crazy Eddie, you said, Crazy Eddie, how are you? What have you been doing? And Crazy Eddie says, well, I'll tell you what, Amanda, I've been trying to uh, connect brains to computers, you know, so that way you have like an antivirus for the mind. I mean, you would probably go, Eddie, have you lost your mind? Uh -huh. That is what Elon Musk is doing right now. So during an interview with Charlie Rose in 2005, this is a little old school here, um, Charlie, uh, Klaus Schwab is sitting down with Charlie Rose, and Charlie Rose says, how is this? How do, tell me about the fourth industrial revolution. You know, this because this, Klaus Schwab loves to talk about the fourth industrial revolution. If you go to YouTube and just type in Fourth Industrial Revolution, you can see that Klaus Schwab invited Joe Biden to be the keynote speaker in 2016 to talk about implementing the Fourth Industrial Revolution. So Joe Biden, Joe Biden loved the Fourth Industrial Revolution. So listen to Klaus Schwab describing the Fourth Industrial Revolution, which, by the way, the book of Daniel talks about the Fourth Kingdom. Think about it. Here we go, folks. And you see, the difference of this Fourth uh, Industrial Revolution is it doesn't change what you are doing. <laughs> you if you take a genetic editing right. uh, just as an example it's you who exactly. are changed yeah. and of yeah. course this has a big that impact on your identity so you know again and for anybody that doesn't speak schwab what you have to do to, un to really sound like schwab if you want to is you have to the part of you that would na naturally smile like you you know that, uh, that that part has to die and you have to replace it with the, the perma frown the per that's a good up uh, the perma friend. You know, when I, every time I hear this man speak, he reminds me of the Swedish chef from the Muppets. Yes, 
And then he was doesn't like, he? The, 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 the difference of the force industrial revolution is it doesn't so much change what you're doing as much as it changes you if you take the genetic editing. And he's so happy about the only time he ever smiles is after he says the nefarious plot out loud because he gets thrills out of it. And then again, think about it. Joe Biden, I know, I know we love to have fun with the idea that this man is is bewildered. He's he doesn't know what he's doing, but actually, Joe Biden, listen to what he said, and I, I'll give Joe Biden props here. You can actually understand the words coming out of his mouth during this presentation. Here we go. Dr. Schwab, I'm flattered you'd ask me to keynote. Uh, there's an expression in my old neighborhood back in the United States. This may be above my pay grade. It's not above yours, though. You've written extensively on the topic that you've asked me to speak to. Mastering the Fourth Industrial Revolution. In the okay so now listen to this of 2002 the university of north carolina chapel hill filed a patent on what was called an infectious replication defective clone of coronavirus now just let's unpack that sentence infectious replication defective what does that mean listen to this folks that means it's not coming from nature it means that we're building a thing that is supposed to target human cells and we're going to build it in such a way that we can put a switch inside of that thing to activate, to harm the Now, human. this is patent number us 727 b 2 which has the ability to turn off your heart and your lungs. And what human cells were being targeted? Well, heart and lung. If you go back to 1990, when Pfizer filed its first patent on the first coronavirus vaccine, that vaccine was for dogs and pigs because it used to be that coronavirus infection was a gastrointestinal problem. But in 2002, after a decade of work, Ralph Barrick at the University of North Carolina, Chapel Hill, figured out how to make what was called an infectious replication defective clone. And that was the tool that was going to be used by Anthony Fauci, funded by his, his organization, NIAID. That okay. was going to be the function tool that was going to then be the envelope into which we would insert mRNA, which would then activate a infection and harm to the cell that's being targeted. Do you see any positive effects in the COVID Here pandemic? I think there are many many sublinings. Um, the uh, advancement of uh, synthetic RNA. I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection, and I think we overplayed the vaccine. Deborah Burks, okay, so you hear this idea. This patent now, Amanda, it was used to create a technology that has the ability to turn on or off your heart, your lungs. This is a real thing. This is what the patent is designed to do. It's pretty wild. You know, the interesting part about this is it originally was designed to go after your gut or, or associated with the gut. Most of your immune system lies in your gut. That's why it didn't work. Because if you've got a healthy gut, it'll kill that. No problem. See what I mean? They had to mutate it in order to attack other parts of the body that were not the gut. Because that's where your most of your immune system is. It's my it's mind boggling. Now, again, uh, what I just said, I think to somebody they go shocking. Uh Oh, I mean, somebody's probably what I mean, you heard this. 
So maybe you, if, if you if you are listening, you might say, what you just said, um, can you prove it? Well, so I'm, I'm citing the source. We just cited the patent number. Again, for anybody who's driving a car or who pulled over, the patent number is US 7279-327-B2. That's US 7279-327-B2. Now, this is Yuval Noah Harari again. Now, I, I believe this to be the, the case. Yuval Noah Harari seems to be saying things out loud that only a false prophet, maybe not the false prophet, but only a false prophet would say. A prophet of Baal. To as the prophet. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are calling him now the prophet. So Barack Obama, Zuckerberg, Gates, they love this guy. Listen to what he says out loud here. Especially the rise of brain-computer interfaces and biometric sensors and so forth. It is very likely that within, say, 50 years, people will literally be part of a network. All the bodies, all the brains would be connected together to a network, and you won't be able to survive if you're disconnected from the net because your own body parts, your own immune system, perhaps depends on being constantly connected to the colony, to the network. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to make it where you can't buy or sell if you're not connected to the network. And this is that miry clay, Daniel chapter 2, verse 43. And if we have the discernment to um, look at some things today, we have the discernment. So if you read the Bible, if you go to uh, uh, Revelation and you type in Antipas, okay, and this is the book of Revelation, you ask yourself, yes. where did, who, what, who's Antipas? Antipas was a, a saint or a, a you know, person who stood up for their faith. In Revelation 2.13 says, I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is, and thou holdest fast my name and hast not denied my faith, even in those days where Antipas was my faithful martyr who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. That's Revelation chapter 2, verse 13. Well, guess where CERN is located? CERN is the world's largest computer. They're flirting with opening portals into other dimensions. Where is CERN located? CERN is located geographically exactly at the spot where Antipas was martyred. And if you read Revelation 9-11, you can also see this is a, in the Bible. God is saying this is where Satan dwelleth. This is where CERN dwelleth. CERN's logo is 666. The World Economic Forum's logo is 666, and most people don't know this. But the World Economic Forum and CERN are located 6.66 miles away from each other. Now they all well. Now CERN and the World Economic Forum both use com the computing power of what's called Google, the Google Quantum Computer. So the Google Quantum Computer powers CERN, and the Google logo is now six six six. And this quantum technology all connects us via five G. And five G is pentagram. Five is penta. G is gram. And Elon Musk put thirty thousand low orbit satellites into space. 30,000 of them using dragon rockets. I cannot make that up. Using the dragon rockets to blanket the earth and the pentagram 5G technology. And if you put this RNA modifying nanotechnology inside your body, your body now generates a media access code, which pings to the network. So here's an example. This is my phone. Kind of a funny story. Funny, funny, not funny, not funny, not funny at the time, but funny now. I was on the phone with Eric Trump the other day, having a discussion about just finalizing some details. And okay. my wife in the van and because we have, I have a massive van so she hopped in the van and drove off and when she did i couldn't hear eric and i didn't realize that she was getting in the van well apparently my wife was like eric says hello hello and my wife goes 
Uh, this is Vanessa Clark. Who's this? Because my wife wasn't expecting a call. She's in the van. And he says, this is Eric Trump. And she goes, oh, hi, Eric. And it's because my phone synced to the Bluetooth in the car. Yes. Mm-hmm. This technology that's being put in people's bodies allows your body to sync to the network. Yes. And these are called biosensors that mm-hmm. um, at this point, you've all know Harari is claiming these biosensors uh, called these luciferase, luciferase biosensors have the ability to read your thoughts. Well, isn't that nice? I mean, right. honestly, you it, it's like they want to keep pushing and pushing and pushing the threshold. And you notice they do it in sync. So they'll put out movies around the same season and vicinity that they're talking about this stuff, that other patents are being discovered, that the World Economic Forum is doing this, and they do it all in sync because why? This is how the spiritual underworld works. This is how the kingdom of darkness works. They will put it out in different areas to literally flood the soul with this. And to flood the mind, because then it is easier to deceive people into agreement, because that's the whole big thing. They have to deceive the people into the agreement to do what they do. So this is why you see this all happening in sync. You are very correct. And what's happening is they're getting people to agree to this. You know, Elon Musk, I want to be very clear. Elon Musk is very, very beloved. But I would argue, Amanda, I would argue, and maybe you you maybe want to, argue back or maybe I'm just having an argument with myself but I would argue that at least half of the people that come to the Reawaken America tour before they come to the tour they believe that Elon Musk is a good guy or a wild card and they don't know where where he stands but Elon Musk sat down at, at MIT on October 24th and I'll get Elon Musk started open AI you know the chat GPT okay he started that with Bill Gates and Sam Altman and so at 2014, MIT asked him to come speak to a group of students. So on October 24th of 2014, October 24th of 2014, they ask him, they say, hey, um, could you explain, could you answer questions from the students? He said, sure. So the students said, "What? can you describe the technology you're developing? And he said this. Let me back it up here. Hopefully this works. Actually connected here we go. to the colony, to the network. Okay, here we go. Effectively merge, merge with artificial intelligence by uh, by by improving the speed of interaction between um, our cortex and our tertiary layer. Um, I mean, with artificial intelligence, we are summoning the demon. You know, you know, all those stories where there's the guy with the pentagram and the holy water and he's like, yeah, you sure you can control the demon. <laughs> Doesn't work out. I yeah. love it that you have a sense of humor because a guy as important as you who makes changes yeah. could use your powers for evil and not good. And he, and he listen to what he says. The fact yeah, that the absolutely f- you could, <laughs> I would, of course I would yeah, never use them for evil. That's no, crazy. I know. But, uh, <laughs> but the way I know that is because you have a sense of humor. What, what? Unbelievable. I mean, this is the, they're discussing these things out loud. Amanda grace. They have no shame in their game. Elon Musk has no problem telling people that AI, he's, he's saying this, I'm not saying this, he's describing AI as summoning the demon. Well, in a way, well, you know, it, it right words, wrong breath. Kim Clement used to say that, right? 
The words may be right, but the breath may be wrong. It is true. It is summoning because their faction of the kingdom of darkness, which I will call the Dagon faction, but it's really the Marine Kingdom, are highly technologically advanced creatures that want to push this into the earthly realm by getting willing hosts to come into agreement to begin building these things. This is where this is coming from. Now, interestingly enough, I'll tell you, Clay, I don't know if you've heard this lately, which I find interesting, and I'm not quite sure what to make of this, but now Elon Musk is calling for some sort of regulation of AI. You have a regulatory committee for everything else, he said. And if you don't have AI regulated, it's going to get insane. What do you think about that? Well, this is this is a real thing that Elon Musk has done. I just want to be very clear. Yeah. Be very clear. Okay, if you're an entrepreneur out there, if you want to be an entrepreneur, that's what I do. I grow companies. That's what I do. But this is how, this is the four steps to being an entrepreneur. Okay, one is you find a problem that already exists. Step two, you solve the problem. Step three, you sell the solution. Step okay. four, you nail it and scale it. Now, if you're not a capitalist entrepreneur and you're more of a Marxist entrepreneur, here's how you do it: you create a problem. You create the problem. Then you solve the problem. Okay. Then you mandate the sell, the buying of the solution. And then you, at scale, force it on people. You mandate it. So you're, you're seeing this idea of, oh, we create a virus. Now we created a problem. I mean, we found there's a problem. There could be a leak. Yeah. Now we can yeah. solve the problem. Well, okay, we, 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 uh, okay, now we have to force the solution. And you, you see this over and over and over. So Musk is a man who is openly saying he created open AI with Bill Gates, Sam Altman. He describes it openly as summoning the demon. That's what he does. He describes it openly as summoning the demon. This is Elon Musk. And Elon Musk, just let me give you some other facts about Elon Musk that'll blow your mind. Elon Musk, chose to dress up like Baphomet mm-hmm. Baphomet for Halloween and it's still his his still his Twitter profile. Elon Musk, his lady friend Grimes, Grimes is uh she wrote a song called We Appreciate Power. Again the song's called We Appreciate Power and she wrote that song that prophesied COVID-19 and the Great Reset before COVID-19 and the Great Reset. How did she know? Elon Musk has said he wants to connect your brain to AI, a.k.a. connect your brain to the demon. Elon Musk owns a company called CureVac, one of the largest mRNA manufacturing facilities on the planet. Even conservatives, this is what blows my mind, even conservatives that know what's in the shots still, by and large, don't know that Musk owns CureVac, one of the largest benefactors of the Great Reset, because Mm. they make mRNA. Elon Musk agrees with Klaus Schwab, You've all know Harari and Xi Jinping on four mm-hmm. topics that nobody else agrees on. There's four four topics that Elon Musk, Klaus Schwab, you've all know Harari and Xi Jinping agree on that nobody else agrees on. Okay. Elon Musk is a huge fan of, of putting mRNA technology in every single human. And nobody wants to do that knowing what we know. But th- yes. he wants yeah. to do it. Schwab wants to do it. Harari wants to do it. Xi Jinping wants to do it. Elon Musk wants to connect your brain to AI. I don't know anybody wants to connect their brain to AI. Xi Jinping wants to connect your brain to AI. You've all mm. know Harari wants to connect your brain to AI. These are things. Schwab wants to connect your brain to AI. Elon Musk wants to roll out universal basic income. What? 
He wants to roll out universal basic income where you are required to just get money from the government. Elon Musk wants to do it. Schwab wants to do it. Xi Jinping wants to do it. Harari wants to do it. And the final thing is Elon Musk wants to replace the majority of human workers with robots that are what he calls humanoids. Yeah, yes, I've heard of the humanoids, and they do. They look incredibly human. They, they, a lot of them are very human looking. Um, they, they move like humans and walk like humans. Right. But if you think about it, Clay, if we look back, I don't know now what almost forty years ago or so, right. isn't that when RoboCop and Terminator and all these movies started to come out that were about humanoid? robots and what they could do isn't that interesting because they'll always put it out especially the demonic they'll it'll always go out first to begin to lull people and allure them into the agreement of that i'm not judging anybody who likes movies i'm not judging anybody who doesn't like movies i just want to make a statement here i um don't really watch movies you know i don't i don't either i just happened to know when those came out yeah no i was able to know this though so i didn't see how they were shoving this in our face you know yeah um but i'm a big researcher so that's kind of how i i found these things but other people yeah. that are movie people are going that was in robocop that yeah. was in you know, th th like that was in the matrix and i'm going what so all these things are are being revealed to everybody i mean more and more people are waking up to what's going on in this predictive programming one lady in my office she said to me oh my gosh what you just said on your show was the exact plot of an x-files and I go, what? And she said, exact plot of an X-Files. I watched it. Yeah. I go, Are you, you got to be kidding me. And so that's what's going on right now is we're seeing the implementation of this Great Reset. And I think what I, right now is that I'd rather um, not have the Great Reset be, be my great regret. And so what I'm trying to do on the Reawaken yeah. America with your help is to lead people to Christ. And Amen. so I don't have... Um, time we don't have time to uh dilly dally around and, and to avoid the big issues so it's kind of the, the format that i do at the reawaken america tour isn't to scare but it's to prepare i go to the event i'll explain to people about the ai connecting your brain to the internet the rna modifying nanotechnology i'll show you the patents it's all unfiltered there's no sensors no sponsors and people say why well because when we do an altar call and we do call for baptisms. I mean, it is overwhelming the response. And it's because most people knew there was something going on, but they didn't know that this was a, actually a spiritual battle. They didn't know what that meant. And that's why we're doing the Reawaken America tours to lead people to God. And I hope everybody out there, if you can get out to the Miami event, that's time to freeamerica.com. Like I said, if we have any tickets available, I'd love to help you out. If I don't, uh, don't be mad at me, but, you know, eventually you do sell out. But also, if you go to Las Vegas, that's going to be in August. And that's going to be Las Vegas, Nevada towards the end of August. It'll be at the Trump International Hotels where we're all staying. And then the event will be a nighttime event out there at the amphitheater. And then in Las Vegas at the Craig Ranch Amphitheater. But it's going to be a great event. It's a whole different energy when you have 10,000 people together um, under an amphitheater at night. It's going to be a different energy to it. Um, but, Amanda, you've been a, a huge part of it. And my sincere desire, and I hope that you've seen this both uh, offline and online, is to try to connect the the the, the the leading patriots to the prophets. And I think that you're a big part of that. And anybody out there that's supporting you. uh, your ministry, I want them to know um, your heart is, is absolutely to love on people and to lead people to Christ. And you also do yeah. where you pray for people. And I don't know if people yeah, know that you do that, but people come to your booth. And I mean, what's the most number of people you've, you've prayed for at one of your, at one of the events? 
Oh my gosh, we we've prayed for well over, I think, two hundred. Well over. Um, we sometimes Pastor Coconado and Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Pair join us, so we're able to get through more people. But you know, we've had lines that that are going on maybe two hundred people at times. It's it's unbelievable, and I, I'm telling you, people get so. Um... They, they listen to your program. They want to come meet you and you do such a great job. You're, you're not a diva at all. You come out there and you meet people and you greet people. And again, you explain what's going on from a spiritual perspective. And, you know, I, I'm going to be more of the guy on the stage. that will be uh, bringing speakers on that will break down the patents and the technology and what's going on. And you're going to see all that. But that all ties in with the scripture. You know, and so if you're out there today and you you haven't read um, specifically some of the verses I brought up today, Revelation chapter two, verse 13, Revelation 9, 11, uh, that's where it talks about where Antipas was martyred, uh, where the bottomless pit is located, where CERN is. I encourage you to look that up. Also, additional Bible reading for you guys today. I encourage everyone to read Luke chapter 21 and Matthew chapter 24, Luke chapter 21. And Matthew chapter twenty, uh, uh, Matthew 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 chapter twenty four and Luke chapter twenty one. Matthew chapter twenty four and Luke chapter twenty one. And also, I would encourage you, if you haven't read the book of Daniel, the book of Daniel and the book of Revelation fit together. Yes. And everybody who's kind of new to the Bible, uh, you're hearing the same. The prophecy that God showed Daniel is also the prophecy that God showed John when he was exiled on the island of Patmos. So the two fit yeah. together, and you could really have a. It's almost like reading. Uh, uh, it's it'd almost be like going to One America News to the website and reading the news feed is how relevant and how current the book of Revelation, the book of Daniel and uh, uh, Matthew chapter 24 and Luke chapter 21 are. I mean, we're living through the fulfillment of this right now. And I mean, I don't know the, the timeline of how all that works, but I mean, if you've ever had a hard time explaining to people why the gospel is relevant, I don't think you'll have a hard time with that anymore. Amen. Amen, Clay. Yeah, it's and we will be- make sure to put those scripture verses up. And I'll just say this before you have to let me go here. For anybody out there that's uh, saying, uh, what's that number again? I know a lot of people, take, take they're, they're driving, they're, they're taking notes while they're driving, or they're listening in their car while they're working out. Uh, this is Yuval Noah Harari's head, which was meant for bad. But on the back, this is meant for good. That's the phone number you can text. <laughs> in those tickets. It's 918-851-0100. Oh, oh, look from the Home Depot. That's right, baby. 918-851-0102. 918-851-0102. Or you can go to timetofreeamerica.com. And either way, we want to connect with you. And we always let you name your price. I'm not dogging any other event that has a minimum ticket fee or that has a certain cost they charge. But we let, we let people name their price. And we do that because we don't want anyone to be turned away because they can't afford a lot of these conservative events tend to cost thousands of dollars. And then also housekeeping right. notes, the doors do open at 5 a.m. for registration in Florida. We kick off at 6 a.m. registering people, getting them in there, getting, actually opening the doors, getting people in. Praise and worship starts at 7. The last speaker ends at 8.30. So you have over 70, 74 speakers over two days. There's a meet and greet on a Friday night. And then this just in, there's a Pastors for Trump event being organized by General Flynn and Roger Stone on Thursday night at 7 p.m. And that's free for all attendees uh, to the Reawaken America Tour. That's in the Crystal Ballroom at Trump Doral. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. We will make sure, Clay, that everybody uh, who even emails us gets this information as well. Because sometimes we get emails after the broadcast of people wanting to know this information. So we'll make sure. Hey, thank you so much for carving out time for me. I really do appreciate you. I can't wait to see you in person. Again, I'm slightly terrified by what you're going to say, but I know you're going to only say what God wants you to say. So thank you for doing that. Thank you, Clay. All glory to God. And we're looking forward to seeing you. We're excited to see you and give you a big hug. Take care, Amanda. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. God bless. Okay, and that concludes our...
interview with Clay Clark isn't like being on a roller coaster without a seatbelt. That's what I kind of describe Clay. He just goes and it is, it is a ride, but he gives you a lot of information and a lot of things that you can go do some research for yourself and uh, begin to maybe learn some other things you've never learned before. So we just, uh, we very much appreciate him. I know Clay in private. And uh, I will tell you that Clay has been all in from the beginning in doing these. And he really wants to see people want to, to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. So that's a wonderful thing. And we bless him and his family. So that's about it for today. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. Keep the faith. Armor up according to Ephesians chapter six. We're looking very forward to seeing everybody in Miami, Florida this coming week. So we will see you there. We're excited to meet you and have a wonderful day, everyone. Hello, everyone. This is Amanda Grace. And I wanted to tell you, if you are interested in where you should invest financial matters, if precious metals, if gold and silver is something that you should invest in or should be a part of your portfolio, please go to bh-pm.com. That is bh-pm.com. Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Andrew Sorcini, who has been on Art of Grace before, he loves to answer our viewers' questions, is more than happy to guide you and to answer your questions and to help you in those financial matters. So please go to bh-pm.com today. Thank you, everyone. God bless. You want to support an amazing patriot that's doing so much for our country and be a blessing, you can go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARK, A-R-K, to save up to 66% or sometimes more off of all MyPillow products. They are so much more than just pillows. They have amazing bathrobes, they have sheets, they have slippers, they of course have pillows, and they even have dog beds. And I will tell you a fun fact, Noble, our pig at the animal sanctuary that many of you know and love, has indeed slept on a MyPillow dog bed. So if you'd like to be a blessing, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code ARC. God bless everyone. If you are looking for an excellent doctor, if you are looking to get healthier, if you are looking for guidance, go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. Dr. Mark Sherwood and his lovely wife, Dr. Michelle, have the Functional Medical Institute in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Both myself and my husband, Chris, and let me tell you, God bless Dr. Sherwood because Chris was a top nut to crack on this. But Chris is finally on board and we are both patients of his. I have to tell you, they have helped us tremendously. They also have an amazing line of products that are excellent for your health and can help you get your health back on track. So if you would like to make an appointment with them or you want to go see uh, what they are all about, what products they have, you can go to Sherwood.tv forward slash Amanda Grace. If you would like to grow your own food with what we see going on right now in the world with not only food supplies, but what they are doing to our food, you can go to amandagracegrows.com. These are amazing hydroponic growers. In fact, we have one in our parrot room, and this is an indoor one we have where you can grow food all year round, actually. Vegetables all year round. And we are doing that actually for our birds and our animals at our sanctuary. They also have outdoor ones. They actually yield 30% more and grow the vegetables three times faster. So if you would like to learn more, go to amandagracegrows.com. God bless. And I have to tell you something, they work.
It is an alternative to big pharma based on quantum physics, over 40 scripture verses written into these patches for everything from blood sugar, anxiety, pain, neuropathy, to immune system boost, dog pain. They are very sincere about um, having alternatives to big pharma. We are a big advocate of natural solutions to help with pain and, and, and blood sugar and a host of other issues. I yeah. tried the pain patches and yeah. I gave them to my uh, VP of operations also, Ronnie, and she said they worked as well. She was yeah. quite shocked actually, but she said they worked so, and they worked when I used them. When you connect it to your body, the skin patch changes your brain waves. This one is neuropathy. I actually have it on and we use this on Toby actually, because Toby's about eight years old and from being paralyzed years ago and the Lord miraculously healing him, he has a little leftover with his joints and his hips. So we actually give him the doggy pain patches. What was he doing? He was running? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I walked him out and wow, he's boom. And he got power. I said, no way. And I don't know. I said, Amanda, what? What did you do to him? To so it's good. Hello, everyone. It's Amanda Grace. I'm coming to you today to talk to you about Reawaken America. I have been humbled and honored to be a part of Reawaken America since April 2021, when the first one was had at Rima Bible College in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I have to say, I have watched so many amazing moments happen for the glory of God at Reawaken America. And seeds get planted in the lives of those that are still seeking the Lord. We have seen many people uh, get set free, healed, delivered. Uh, we love to pray over people at Reawaken America. Um, I have prayed with so many uh, amazing people, which include Marty Grisham from Loudmouth Prayer, Prayer, Pastor Todd Coconado, uh, who also deals in deliverance as well. And it has been uh, an honor and a privilege to pray for so many people, to be able to minister to them, for my husband Chris to be able to minister as well, and uh, for, for Clay and General Flynn to allow me to, to even speak there, to even speak and, and speak what the Lord has to say. People need the word of the Lord in this hour. That is what they need. Uh, and so, Reawaken America has been a chance for people to come and not only hear the word of the Lord um, and hear biblical teaching and be prayed for, but also to get necessary information they need because the word of God says it is the knowledge of the truth that will set you free. Um, and so it's been an incredible experience for us. We hope to see you at upcoming events uh, that are coming up this year. Uh, and we are excited to see you there. God bless everyone.